Welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Emily, and I'm here to teach spiritually curious women like you how to stop people pleasing, how to gain massive self-worth and confidence, and how to reclaim your feminine power so that you can experience more love, more freedom, and more abundance in your life, and most importantly, how to live as your most worthy, authentic self. On this podcast, I'll be giving you my best teachings, trainings, and wisdom so that you can take action towards creating your dream life and showing up as the worthy woman that you are. Welcome back to the Worthy Woman Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Melissa, and I am so freaking excited to record this episode. This episode, as you can see from the title of it, I'm still right now debating on what I want to name it, see what comes through, but this is going to be a life update for you. And I have such powerful, potent nuggets of wisdom to share with you and so many fun things. I'm excited to do this new format because honestly, podcasting is one of my favorite mediums. Um, I love, love, love to record podcast episodes and solo podcast episodes also are something that I really have been called to do more of because I have so much to share. And when I was on my self discovery journey, like just learning and exploring new things over the years, podcast episodes and listening to podcasts and connecting to people through podcast episodes was, and still is one of my favorite things. I just I also like love watching vlogs (laughs) and I just love hearing how people live their lives and really hearing like the evolution of someone's journey. So my intention for recording this podcast episode is for you to receive that. I feel like there's messages that want to come through that if you're listening, you are meant to hear these messages and be activated and touched by the transmissions by my story, by all the updates that I have to share. So I'm excited. And I just want to say too, I just got back from my honeymoon. Oh my gosh. If you have been following me on Instagram, you've probably seen all my little updates. I've been sneaking little bits and pieces of our honeymoon. So we went to Kauai, the magical island of Kauai, We were there for a week in the beginning of March, and it was absolutely magical. It was such a dream honeymoon, and I will never forget this trip. Like, everyone says that their honeymoon is amazing, but truly, I really feel like all of the, um, like, up-leveling that I've been doing, I've been doing so much inner, quote-unquote, work and transformation, and Oh, we'll get into it, but that really was a huge reason, I think, why I had such an amazing freaking honeymoon. It was so wonderful. The weather was perfect. Apparently, it was raining for like two weeks nonstop before we got there, and then the day that we got there, it like cleared up, and it was sunny almost every single day, which is actually kind of rare for Kauai. Like, it's one of the rainiest islands, I think. 
So that was a huge blessing. And if you don't know, if you are not up to date with me and like my relationship, Derek is my husband now, and we got married in August of 2022. So it's been about like six months since we got married and we've been dating for almost seven years now. We met back in 2016 on Tinder and it was literally love at first swipe. <laughs> I know that it's like so cheesy and corny to say, but truly we are soulmates and it just so happened that Tinder was the way that we were destined to meet. <laughs> A little fun story. I love telling this to everyone. When we first met in person, we were, we had been talking online and like texting for a month, but we hadn't like officially met yet. And we met and we, when we first met in person, we walked up to each other on the sidewalk outside of this restaurant in Denver and we hugged and then we pulled away for a second and it was like, we just like couldn't help ourselves. We just started kissing and making out and it was so magical. It felt like I was in a movie. It was so hot <laughs> and that basically sealed the deal for me right then and there. I was like, okay, this is, I knew that this was special, but like the attraction is definitely there. And since then it's been steady and unwavering and we just instantly fell in love and it's been seven years and we're celebra celebrated that on our honeymoon, which was so special. I feel like we fell in love each with each other all over again. And if you want like all the videos and pictures and want to see like what we were up to, I just posted a reel on my Instagram, kind of like recapping the highlights of our honeymoon. So if you haven't already, go check it out. It's really cute. I had a lot of fun making it. And with that being said too, like I am so excited to shift into more of like lifestyle content for you guys because that's the kind of content that I really enjoy. And to be completely honest, as a coach, as much as I love like teaching and putting out like value and information that will serve you, I feel like I really have been craving some more refreshing, just like lightness um, in the form of sharing my life, sharing like a spiritually led lifestyle that's fun and modern. I'm enjoying like all the things that a human enjoys and it's rooted in deep spiritual intentions. So I'm excited to go in that direction. I had that download when I was in Kauai. I was like, I just want to do more lifestyle content. I just want to post really pretty photos and inspire you. I have so much to catch you up on. Let's go back to January. I felt this like pressure to launch Worthy Woman Blueprint, my signature four-month coaching program. But like my soul was like, rest. My soul was like, no, it's not, it's not time. You're not ready. There's something else that you need to focus on right now. In that time around like December, January, I was kind of struggling. I didn't even know I was going to go here today on the podcast, but I felt like all this like heaviness and pressure of leading with this like trauma informed aspect of coaching and healing and like the heaviness of like talking about pain points all the time and people pleasing and like, does your life suck? Hire me as a coach kind of like vibe. I was so done with that. 
I wanted to leave that in 2022 and there's nothing wrong with that way. But for me personally, it was draining me. That's kind of the way that like the industry has been operating like the coaching industry. And I feel like there's been a new wave of this different approach, which I've totally gotten on board with, but in my own unique way. Like I felt the collective shift in the coaching industry. And for me personally, it was really about sitting with myself and asking like, what do I want? Like, yes, I could sit and coach people and help them heal their trauma all the live long day. And I'm really good at it. And I, on some level, I'm so fulfilled by it. It's like life-changing. It's so powerful. But at the same time, do I really want to do that? And what do I want to focus on? And what do I want to help people on? And who do I want to help? And so I've been really like exploring that. And I just felt like I kept on hitting these walls of like, my soul was just like, no, like you can't go on like this. You need to change something. And so I really sat with myself in the beginning of the year and it was quite painful because my attention was so focused on what wasn't working and what I didn't want. And that was bringing me even more pain and more confusion. I was like all twisted up in my mind. I was overthinking so many things and like trying to figure it out in my head. Once I set my intentions for the new year is when I really started to notice these things coming into my life and noticing a shift. And one of those things was, or so I'll say my intentions, my intentions were to feel more joy, to live in states of joy, because I felt like I was like riding these highs and these lows with like getting married last year and like going on my bachelorette party and planning a wedding. And then I hit this low right after I got married where I like went into this deep like shadow work place where (laughs) I basically like had an ego death around attaching my worth to success and money and all these things and like expectations that I would be in a place where I, I hadn't quite hit yet in my business specifically. And so I was like, okay, I just want to stabilize states of joy. Like I want to invite more joy into my life. I want to intentionally choose to create experiences for myself and do things for myself and treat myself in ways that totally light me up. And it's crazy because like when I was in the beginning of January, I was still so much in a funk and it kind of felt pretty out of reach. Like I was in some pretty low states. The question that I asked myself was, how can I stabilize more trust? I wanted to deeply, deeply trust in the benevolence of life, like the benevolence and the good intent that source wants me to be happy. God wants me to be happy. And so I had to choose that for myself and I'll, I'll get more into that. But another thing that I set an intention on was I wanted clarity. I wanted to feel crystal clear. I felt so much confusion in the beginning of the year and it was really frustrating because I was like, I just want to know the answers. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. 
And so I invited clarity into my life. And one of the things that spirit showed me was to stop using cannabis. And basically I was talking to one of my friends on the phone one day in the beginning of January and we were updating each other and she was like, I think I'm going to stop smoking cannabis. Um, that's like my resolution or my intention. And I had actually been thinking about that before a lot. When I was using cannabis, like a few months prior, I felt this calling, like I felt this knowing in myself that was like, this isn't good for you. It's not healthy. It's not helping you. It's only hurting you. And I have nothing against this medicine. I think it's a beautiful medicine. And in fact, I've been using cannabis plant medicine since I was a teenager and I'm 31 now. So it's been a minute. I've had a very long relationship with cannabis and I've never struggled with addiction before. I was not addicted, but I was using it as a crutch to suppress my emotions, to kind of numb out and to cope. And I like fully forgive myself for that. And I have so much compassion because I was kind of suffering in the last part of 2022. I was using cannabis to cope. And so I just felt this calling. And then when my friend was like, I'm going to stop, I was like, please will you be my accountability buddy on this? Because I also am deciding right here and now that I'm going to stop too. And for the intention of gaining clarity, I knew that letting go of this habit of using cannabis was going to bring me so much clarity, the clarity that I was like desiring and longing for. I knew that it would also help lift me out of this kind of like depressed-ish, like lower state of being. She said something that really struck me too. She was like, when you stop suppressing the emotions that want to be felt, then you liberate yourself. It was something along those lines. It just moved me. And that was, that was that I decided right then and there that I wasn't going to use it. And it's so crazy. I didn't ever use it throughout the day. Really. I only, it was kind of like this ritual where like at the end of the day, every day I would be like, okay, it's five o'clock and Derek's getting home from work. Um, just going to smoke a little bit of weed or take a little bit of an edible, just like relax myself. But I felt like I was like going into another place. I was opening up my energy field to who knows what. And yeah, I just like wanted to escape. And with those intentions, it was creating this reality of like being exhausted when I woke up in the morning and then I would get like a late start to my day and I wouldn't be able to get all the things done that I really wanted to do and have like the energy to do. I just wasn't showing up as best, my best self. And I really wanted to show up in my full, joyful, loving energy. And so like that weekend, I remember there was an opportunity to use cannabis when I was like, I'm not using it anymore. And subconsciously, I just picked it up and I, I took a hit and I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? <laughs> I literally just said I was going to stop, but I was like unconsciously doing it. It was this habit. After that point, I said, nope, I'm not doing this. I am making a commitment and like the ceremony to honor myself. And oh my goodness, 
I cannot believe how much more crystal clear I have felt over the past about two-ish, a little over two months now of not using cannabis. And I also was alcohol-free as well. I've never had a drinking problem. I've never really had any issues with alcohol except for when I was in college, when I was like (laughs) binge drinking with all my college friends. But like, like I said, I'm, I've never felt addicted to any substances ever. I guess coffee, you could say. I also stopped using alcohol as well. And whenever I did drink in the past, it would be like one glass of wine for dinner or like go out and have a glass of champagne to celebrate something. But I would never consume, like over the past couple of years, I would never consume more than two drinks, maybe three. I think I had like three at my wedding and I was a little tipsy. (laughs) But, um, and on our honeymoon, we started, or I started drinking again, um, just like a glass of wine here and there to celebrate. And I felt fine. I was like, I felt really good about it. It was very intentional, but being sober for two months was freaking amazing. And I also still haven't picked up cannabis since then. I've been cannabis free. My mind feels so clear. So in January, I got my bleed and I usually have really bad cramps and I had virtually zero cramps. I had virtually zero symptoms. I usually get like a little headache and I feel very fatigued and cramps, but I didn't get any of those symptoms. And I was like, this definitely has to do with, in part, with quitting cannabis. So I feel very proud of myself and I'm honoring myself. It feels so good. That was a huge manifestation of my intention of clarity in 2023. And another thing that came to me was in January was I felt the call to hire a coach. Like I felt like I needed some support specifically around the area of money. I've healed basically every single area of my life, like my health, my relationships, my friendships, my body image, like everything felt so great. Like everything felt so good, but my money stuff was still showing up and I still felt a lot of like fear and anxiety around money. I basically got really clear about my intention for finding someone to work with me one-on-one on on healing my relationship with money. I went through such a beautiful, just like receiving process. I was listening to a podcast one day. One of my favorite podcasts is with Shaman Durek. I usually listen to like the first part of his podcast because he has all of these amazing, like inspirational, mm, like transmissions that I I get so much out of. But for some reason, I felt called to listen to the interview that he had with this person and I started listening to it and I was like, holy shit. (laughs) The person that he's interviewing is basically like the embodiment of my message all about self-worth, healing your relationship with yourself, all these things. But she was specifically a prosperity expert coach for finding true wealth. I listened to that podcast episode like three times because I couldn't get enough. I just was loving the messages and I was resonating so deeply after like a few weeks I couldn't stop thinking about this person and I like looked her up on her website and I was like oh my gosh I 
feel like I need to work with her. I feel like this is an answered prayer and a manifestation. Like this is, this is it. This is what I've been looking for. I reached out and like, even just with me reaching out, I felt so much excitement. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like my life is about to change. And by the way, in that podcast episode, she offers this gratitude practice where you write down or say what you're grateful for four times a week, three things for each of those four days each week. And I was doubling that with these Joe Dispenza meditations. And at the end of the meditation, I would like sit in this bliss and attune my attention and feel the vibrations and the frequency of gratitude for all of these things in my life. And I just started feeling relief. I started feeling so much better. I felt this huge weight lifted off of me. So pairing that with quitting cannabis, you can imagine I was super empowered. I started being really consistent at the gym as well because the cannabis was really inhibiting me from showing up to the gym on a consistent basis. I started feeling amazing in my body, like weightlifting and just like eating really well. I also was about to, I was like this close. Like you can, if you saw my hand right now, I was so close to signing up for this other program with this other coach that I've had my eye on for a while. And I've bought some of her programs before and I really love her. I didn't end up going with it. And I felt good about the decision at the moment. I was like, I don't know. Like I was so on the fence. And then when I decided not to, I was like, I just felt this wave of resonance. Like, yes, you made the right decision. You're not supposed to work with this person at this time. You're supposed to work with someone else keep waiting, like keep holding the faith. And then that's when I reached out to my now coach, my money coach, because I really, really specifically desired support around money. And the other coach was more like a business coaching situation, which like I've gotten so much business coaching. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Anyways. Oh my gosh. So many things like started opening up for me. I also, if you don't know, I'm a florist. I have my own floral design business called Pepper Rose. And February was like the biggest month for me financially and just like community connecting wise. I had like so many events booked out. I over, like I sold out, like I sold out, out to very last flower on Valentine's day at this event that I did, the abundance that was flowing to me, the opportunities, the money that were flowing to me was like gushing. It was incredible. And it's because I was committing myself to the gratitude practice, like 110%. And I was feeling in the emotions of excitement, of possibility of that joy frequency And I was riding on these waves and it felt so good. And I decided to invest in my coach around that time as well, which was also in the middle of February. It was so like divine timing. There was a full moon in Leo and all these things. Oh my gosh. I feel like (laughs) I could do like a two-part episode on 
everything that's transpired because it's been absolutely amazing. But one of the main aspects that I wanted to talk about as well today in this episode is in that podcast episode that I listened to with Shaman Durek, with my coach being interviewed, she mentioned in her story how it was a divinely led pull to open this book on numerology and she figured out what her life path number was. So let's get into numerology for a second. Oh my gosh. I'm like obsessed with numerology now. If you don't know this already about me, now you do. I find certain topics, specifically like spirituality topics that just like divinely come to me. And I just like want to learn everything under the sun about it. And I become like an expert in it. And then I'm like, okay, now I've integrated that. Now I'm done. And right now for me, it's numerology. And it's hilarious because my massage therapist, I've been seeing her for like, I don't know, like four years now. And in like our sessions, she's also one of my dear friends. And she like sometimes will mention numerology. And I'm like, yeah, whatever numerology. I think that's all a bunch of bullshit. And for some reason, I don't know. I mean, I know, but I was meant to learn about numerology at this time in my life. And everything makes so much sense. Before I thought it was so stupid. I was like, how can you add up your birthday and like come up with a number? And then that's like your life destiny path, whatever. Like that's so stupid, (laughs) but it honestly made so much sense to me. And I feel like it's a thing where like when you're ready for the divine guidance and when you're ready to know and, and learn something or like understand something, then you will be guided and like, it will make sense. And if it doesn't make sense now, that's okay. So basically I was like, okay, I feel the nudge to go look up my life path number. And I figured out that my life path number is a two. So there's life path one through nine. And I'll also link in the show notes, um, the website that I use to just like research and read up on all the life path numbers and like how to calculate your life path number. So if you're interested, you can look it up too. So I figured out that my life path number is a two, which surprise, surprise, it's all about harmony and self-love and the feminine and relationships and softening and all this stuff, which just, it makes so much sense. I was like, yes, this is true. This is accurate. This is very, very on point. And that was just all the confirmation that I needed. And then you can also calculate your year um, for like 2023. Everyone has their personal year is what it's called. And so collectively right now for what year that we're in, in 2023, it's a year seven because you add two plus zero plus two plus three and you get seven. There's different meanings for every single number. So the year seven is all about introspection and spiritual growth and quote unquote, the inner work for lack of a better word. I don't really like saying the word work. Like I've said before, going deep within yourself and going on an inner, inner journey. And so that's what collectively humanity, the world at this in this year is being called to do. So to get your personal year, you just add 
this year, this current year, so seven to your birth month and your birthday. So for me, it's June 12th. You add that up to the number seven. And for me, that is a seven. So I'm also in a year seven. My personal year is a year seven. So as you can imagine, it's all about kind of like being a little bit more withdrawn, not necessarily being as social, sowing these seeds, like fertilizing, creating sturdy foundations, doing the inner work, spiritual journey, all this stuff, because your eight is about success and abundance and outward um, expression and all these things. So that really resonated with me. It was honestly surprising though, because I feel like last year that was a really main theme of my life, but it makes sense because last year for me was a year six and the year six is all about marriage and family and home and relationships, which is like exactly what happened for me last year. I got married. I basically like deeply, strongly developed my relationship with all of my soul sister friends, just like felt really good and secure and stable with all of my relationships and love and all these things. So, so many confirmations. And then I was like vibing with that. I was like, oh my gosh, my life path number is a two. This is such good confirmation. And then I got, I don't know what it was, but when I was at the airport boarding our flight for Kauai on March 1st, I was led to listen to this podcast episode again all these podcast episodes so on the plane I listened to a Melissa Ambrosini podcast interviewing Caitlin Carehart who is a numerologist and they mentioned this person Mel Wells who is like one of my I guess mentors who I have resonated with so deeply like when I first heard her interview on a podcast a few years ago the similarities between me and her are uncanny. It's like crazy. And our both of our names are Melissa. So I've always resonated with her. I've purchased some of her courses and she's amazing. They mentioned on this podcast that their friend, Melissa Wells, Mel Wells, had a life path number 11. And then their life destiny number was also an 11. And then they started talking about the master number 11 and about how it's this the master number is the number, like if you have this as your life path number, that means that you're an intuitive, you're a psychic, and you're here to be a spiritual leader. And I was like, huh, good for her, like whatever, I'm just a number two. But they were like, the master numbers are not better than the other numbers. They're just a little bit more evolved, meaning that they've had more lifetimes mastering the number that the master number adds up to. So like for the 11, they have mastered the number two, the life path two, because one plus one is two. And so they came here to um, help humanity in a very specific way. And they typically have more challenges. They typically have, there's just, it's just like a different path and they're here to really trust their intuition and use their intuition to help the world. So when I heard that, I was like, how funny would it be if my number was an 11 instead of a two? Because obviously I was like, well, one plus one is two. And so I looked it up and I was like, holy shit on the plane. I was freaking out. I was like, I 
my number is an 11. This is amazing. This is so cool. And so on our layover, I was like geeking out. I was looking up everything about the master numbers on Care Hearts um, Instagram. And I was like, this is amazing. And then I also listened to Ben... <laughs> The other podcast episode of Mel Wells interviewing this numerologist, and they were talking all about how Mel Wells is life path 11, and then her destiny number is an 11. And your destiny number is when you add up all of the letters in your full birth name, because every letter has an associated number that goes with it. And when you add all of those numbers up, then you also get a number that's called your life destiny number. And your life destiny number informs your life path number. And as I was adding up my name, I was like, I got the intuition. I was like, how cool would it be if my life destiny number was also an 11? I was like, there's no way that would be too, un like that would be too synchronistic and wild and crazy. And of course I added it up and it came out to an 11 and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like in the airport on our layover and I was like, oh my God. And I started talking about it with Derek and he was like, what? <laughs> but he's also like, that's so cool. Cause he's, he's like open to all of this stuff too. And he's into spirituality in his own ways. I was like mind blown. I was like, I had full body chills. I was like, this resonates so much. Ever since I was a kid, I've always known that I was here to, to be a leader, to be an author. I know that I'm going to write a book one day and to help the world. Um, and I was given my own set of challenges and circumstances that you can't really compare anyone's traumas or challenges to another, but I went through my own set of challenges that led me to help women in the way that I do now. And it's like, it just makes so much sense. And so I, I've been starting to ask myself like, okay, if my number is the representation of the psychic, the intuitive, the spiritual leader, the thought leader, then I'm open. I'm open to developing my skills as a psychic to owning the fact that I have gifts. I have abilities one of my friends and past coaches has told me so many times, like, Melissa, you are so psychic because she's also a psychic. And side note, she's also life path 11. <laughs> um, and I'm going to have her on the podcast soon. And so, yeah, I've just been like opening up to the fact that like, yeah, I am psychic. Like I, I've always known that I'm psychic and I've always known that I have gifts, but I haven't always been open to them. I've I've been a little bit afraid, like, woo, spooky, psychic. And I've just like heard stories about experiences from people and things. And I feel like in this period of my life, I'm really being called to sharpen my skills and develop my gifts and use them to help the world for the good. So I'm super excited about that. I feel like I have just discovered a new layer of my soul's purpose, which is so empowering and exciting since learning about like the significance of each number in numerology, I've been seeing angel numbers like insane, like so many angel numbers specifically on license plates and on the clock, but I didn't really know what they meant. Like I was like, Whoa, seven, seven, seven. That's cool. Like 
confirmation from my angels. But ever since learning about like the significance of what the seven is, that's been really fun. Like for example, the seven is, like I said, this is the year seven, 2023. I'm in my personal year seven right now. So that means a lot of like introspection and self-inquiry and personal healing and development and all that stuff. So just like a reminder from my angels and my guides. And I also, one of my numbers is 143, which is I love you in Morse code. It's been my number for years now. And I see it everywhere at the most divine timings. And now I know like what the one symbolizes, what the four symbolizes and what the three symbolizes. So that's really cool. And when we were in Kauai, we were driving all over the island, like the whole time. And we saw so many, <laughs> we, I took pictures of almost every single one. Cause I was like, babe, look, it's two, two, two. <laughs> and we saw, I feel like the number that we saw the most was five, 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 which is all about travel and adventure and change. And we we're like, well, we're doing that. We're traveling and on a, on an adventure. So that's all been fun. I'm excited to dive more into it and explore because it's totally lighting me up. Another thing that I wanted to touch on today in this podcast episode is basically how this like theme of my life, what life was wanting to show me in this period is this overall vibration and theme of simplifying. This season of my life is really calling me to really slow down, like really simplify everything and come back to the basics. And the basics meaning this piece of wisdom nugget that I want to share with you. I want to say it in a few different ways because it will land for you in different ways. And I feel like you can take all of this with you and start applying it to your life now because it has helped me so much. Everything in life is a story and the most important story is the one that you tell yourself. The next one is what you focus on expands. And if you're familiar with Joe Dispenza, he says this in his own way as well. It's quantum physics. When you observe something that's why it exists, basically. Like when you look at something, when you focus on it, that's what you're creating in your life. Wayne Dyer, he says, when you change the way that you look at things, the things you look at change. My coach says you could have the most beautiful intention in the world, but if your attention is focused on everything that's not working and what you're afraid of and lack and scarcity and worry and doubt and fear, then your intention means nothing because you're focusing on what you don't want. And so I've really come back to this basic universal truth of shifting my attention to what I appreciate, to what is working, to things that I'm grateful for, to what is lighting me up. It's kind of like hand in hand with this theme of kind of moving out of the stages of focusing so much on the trauma healing and moving more into this embodiment of my message of loving myself and feeling good and knowing my worth. And I feel like I've been so deeply called into going within and marinating in my message, taking my own medicine 
loving myself so, so, so fully, forgiving myself and having compassion for my past self who was struggling and just like being so grateful because she got me here today and just feeling good, like focusing on things that feel good. That's been absolutely life-changing for me and I am riding on this I don't want to say waves because waves signify like ups and downs. I've just been stabilizing and grounding in this and practicing everything that I preach. And so it's just been such a beautiful season of my life. I'm so, so grateful. So grateful. That feels like a good little recap life update of what I've been experiencing so far. My intention is to continue doing these little updates for you and just sharing like what I've been loving lately, things that I've been getting a lot out of. I mean, I have a whole toolbox, an arsenal of like things that like books that I've been reading and things that I've been loving and rituals and practices and all these things that I love. So I'm excited to share more of that with you and kind of in more of like a lifestyle update in the form of podcasting and posting on Instagram and reels and stuff like that. So a little update as well about my business. I know that I've announced in the past few podcast episodes, if you've listened that I'm like, I'm going to launch a group program for Worthy Woman Blueprint. And for now, I've put that plan on pause because I have been so deeply integrating and marinating in my inner work. And what feels really good for me right now is to just enroll women into the program on a natural basis. So not necessarily opening or closing the doors or launching, but if you feel the call to be supported right now with me as your coach or if you're interested in what that would look like or how I could support you at this time, I'm just taking on new clients as spots open up. So that feels really, really good for me right now. Like that feels so good. And I currently have a few spots open. So if you've been thinking about it and you would like to just learn more about what I have to offer with all of this newfound awareness and magic and like as I integrate and embody everything that I've been experiencing I'm so excited to add to it and kind of give it like a makeover so that's something to look forward to so if you're interested I'm going to link in the show notes as well the link to book a complimentary gifted session where we can talk about you know, what that journey would look like for you and how I can support you at this time or just shoot me a dm And I'm happy to chat with you. Another thing that I wanted to touch base on too was if you saw in, I think it was the first week of February, I did a six day training on healing the habit of people pleasing and becoming the boundary queen of your life. And that was such an amazing training. My heart was like cracked, bursted open. I was overflowing with gratitude and just like devotion to this work and truly I was a channel for like six straight days of so much information and tools and like transmissions on 
healing the habit of people pleasing. So my next step now that I'm back from Kauai and integrating is to package it all up and offer it to you as a self-study mini course. This has been my intention for months now. I've had this idea in my mind and on my heart for so long, and I'm so excited to finally put it out in the world. So if you didn't catch it live, you can catch the replay and purchase it and you'll have lifetime access to it. And I'm also my intention and like desire as well is to add in heart work assignments because what I've been learning too is like you can learn everything under the sun but unless you actually practice and show up for yourself and do the journaling prompts um, and show up in your life in a new way then you're not really like integrating and embodying the information so I really want to make it this like cohesive complete journey that you can take yourself on that you can get the most out of. So stay tuned for an announcement for when that's live. I've, I'm giving myself so much patience. Um, I'm in no rush to launch it, but keep your eyes open. If you've been interested and you're like, yes, I want this, just know that it's coming soon. And I think that's it for all of the life updates. I'm excited to do another one like this. And I love you. I'm grateful for you. I'm so glad that you're listening. And I will see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you haven't already, go to iTunes or Spotify and hit the subscribe button so you never miss a new episode when it's released. And if you found this episode super valuable and think that other women like you would benefit from it, go over to iTunes and leave a rating and review so that people can find this podcast. And if we haven't met yet, I would love to meet you. Go over to my Instagram or TikTok at I am Melissa Emily and say hello. You can also head over to my website, theworthywoman.co if you're interested in learning more about all of my offerings and juiciness that I've been creating for you so that you can reclaim your feminine power and gain massive self-worth in your life. Don't forget you are worthy because you are. I love you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.